0: Welcome to the Blues Trail Revisited podcast. It's episode 13, and I'm Ted Reed. This podcast is sponsored by the Clarksdale Tourism Commission, also widely known as Visit Clarksdale. This podcast is an offshoot of a film I finished this year about my return to the Mississippi Delta to rediscover the places I first encountered 50 years ago. To see the film, just go to www.bluestrailrevisited.com.
1: Y'all ready to have the fun? Y'all ready to have the fun? Let's do it, guys. One, two, one, two, three.
0: Ground Zero Blues Club celebrated its 20th anniversary this year, and on Memorial Day weekend, blues fans came from all over to celebrate. And that's what we're going to do on this episode of the Blues Trail Revisited Podcast. To kick it off, we're going to visit with Tamil Edwards, booking manager and so much more, at Ground Zero. How are you doing today, Tamil? I'm
2: so good, Ted. How are
0: you? I'm doing fine. Now, this is a big, big event for you all.
2: Well, last year we would have celebrated 19 years, and um, uh, year 18 we decided to do an all-day blues party. We're like, we're grounds of a blues club. Let's give these people blues. So we did an all-day blues party. So year 19, which would have been um, 2020, we would have um, we were. I was planning to do, to do the same thing. Uh, I had my bands booked for the, for that weekend, and um, I think I forgot who the headliner was supposed to be. I want to say the headliner was Big and the All Stars, and or a super chicken and I mean I just had this big old party planned but of course we know what happened with that right so um coming up towards uh, our year number 20 I remember talking to Bill Luckett and I said Bill I said this is our party and it's gonna be great I am working on it <laughs> and he laughed and I said Bill we're gonna have a good time this is our party 20 years is major we're a small business with a huge reputation. It's been tough, but 20 years is major. And so he agreed with me and I said, we're going to have a, a two-day party. So um, I planned um, Blues All Day Friday, Blues All Day Saturday. It was 12 hours of music, a different band every 45 minutes to 8 o'clock. And then that's when the headliners came on.
0: Where did where did the audience come from? Because it sounds like you had a good house. Oh, man. Um,
2: our folks came from everywhere to celebrate. From us. I had a some people from california a bunch of people from arkansas different places in mississippi um we had some a few people from memphis i met a guy from baltimore um my my uh girls from kentucky came down uh we had a lot of a lot of a lot of people who came down to just want to celebrate with us and these were people who is it was either their first time coming and they heard about the party. Or these are people who've been rocking with us for over for twenty years. All right. So yeah, it was their party
0: too. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. No, it sounds like the place was bulging at the seams. Oh
2: yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We had a really good crowd. That's great. Really good crowd. So tell
0: me, some who were some of the celebrities that showed up? Uh, you know, besides yourself, well, of be- <laughs> course. <laughs>
2: <laughs> besides myself and Morgan, um, I um, I actually was able to finally book uh, Bobby Rush two-time Grammy winner Bobby Rush he was there um uh Johnny T- Taylor's son JC Hooker was there nice. um sweet Randy Love who's played with uh Ike Turner Jr. she was a uh, part of the headliner and um a new up-and-coming blues act Rashad the Blues Kid was there as well and and man <laughs> it was man we had a good show we it was good it was really really good Really
0: good. That's excellent, excellent. Yeah, we're going to try to give folks a taste of that during this uh, episode. Well, thank you very much for uh, talking about this, because we want to launch right into the party right now, so... Hope you're going to be... Y'all enjoy it. All right. Hope you're going to be around for the 30th anniversary. Oh, man.
2: I, I, I will. I, I, hopefully, I will. Hopefully, I will. Yeah. Very good. And, and 30 years, listen, Ted, let me tell you, I don't know. We might have a parade coming up the street 30 years. I don't know. I, I might start planning it now.
0: There you go. Well, sounds like you should. <laughs> Tamil, thank you very much
2: absolutely thank you and y'all stay tuned because next year is year 21 and it's going to be entitled finally legal so yeah (laughs) we're going to have a good time and thank you so much ted for always 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 uh including me in your podcast thank you oh yeah oh yeah
0: During Ground Zero's weekend celebration, the cameras were rolling on two days of performances in anticipation of a documentary coming out this fall. In addition to the music, Ground Zero founders Eric Meyer, Bill Luckett, and Morgan Freeman reminisced about how the club got started back in 2001.
3: How are you guys doing? Eric Meyer here. I'm here with Morgan Freeman and Bill Luckett. I just wanted to chat with you all about the history of the place. First of all, how'd you guys meet?
4: Back in 1996, uh, I was in the process of trying to build a house. And so the project manager, uh, Bob O'Keefe, said, you need a lawyer. And I think I got one for you. Uh-huh. So he introduced me to Bill. A Couple of years later, we moved into the house and by that time we were joined at the hip so and one day I was visiting him he's a builder you know mm. him. and uh, he decided to build to build a restaurant a restaurant needed something mm. and so uh, by that time and i'm talking about one afternoon this young couple backpackers walking along the street so, Bill, his normal self, can help you in any way. And said, "What can we, what can we, hear some blues?"
5: And the answer was not a good one. Maybe here, maybe. maybe there, hit or miss. We don't know. Bill decides, got to do something about that. No, no.
4: I didn't. No. You didn't. We did.
5: We we've argued over this. Whose idea was Ground Zero Blues flow. It really was a joint idea, kind of cobbled it on itself. Well, what was the vision? Well the vision was to provide a venue that had reliable blues entertainment. Yeah. There was blues music here. Right. It has been for decades, but it was not regularly scheduled, it was impromptu or it was isolated or whatever. And so it was sporadic at best and so we we did that. You know, we
6: started this club. Boss man <laughs> Say that one more time. Big boss man, can't you hear me when I call? Big boss man, can't you hear me when I call? Well, you ain't so big, you just talk.
3: To me, I was gravitated just because of you know, my love of music, and, and I'm just curious, to the two of y'all, what, is, what does it mean?
4: Well, to me, it doesn't mean anything in particular, I'm just a music lover. But the blues is American, pure and simple, it's the only place in the world where you can see this is where it started. Yeah. and. That's a big argument that says, well, it is the basis for all American music. You grew up with
5: it because, frankly, you're black. And here, this town was white, that railroad track, segregated, black and white. And I had no appreciation for it until I was in my 40s. I really, I knew it was a music genre. I heard of a few of the musicians, but in terms of appreciating it. What I didn't even realize when I was coming through college in the 60s and up to 1970, and then law school. All those British bands I was hearing that we all liked so much, yeah. like the Rolling Stones and Eric Clapton, and 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 uh, even the Beatles to some extent, and mm. Jeff Beck and all those guys were playing that great music. They were barred borrowing big time. Yeah. And not outright right. taking our blues music. You listen to the bass. That's mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Right. So uh, you know, like Elvis Presley's Hound Dog was really a Big Mama Thornton song written by some other blues guy like maybe Willie Dixon or somebody. So pretty soon, it's pretty gonna, suede
4: shoes, yeah,
5: all tying together. Yeah. And I'm thinking this is really the genesis for so much of it. And the musicologists now say that nine music genres sprung up out of the blues. And you can think about it, and there's blues, and there's rhythm and blues, and there's soul, and there's even rock and roll. What's that expression? The blues had a baby. They named it Rock and Roll. Yeah. Very true, true. Well,
3: I, I don't know if the audience knows just the, the amount of talent that's come out of this uh, this town. I mean, the Delta punch is way above its weight when it comes to, to your point, you know, the birth of American music, but arguably the, the birth of worldwide music and the British invasion. Who are some of the people that uh, the audience may not be aware kind of Kinda hailed well, from the well, Delta?
5: Well, not that he was strictly blues, but Sam Cooke. Mm-hmm. born right here in clarksdale I mean, yeah. he left at a young age turn and, was Ike turner was here until he was a, he ran the elevator one of the buildings over here uh, uh, john lee hooker was born here and, you know boom 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 and all those great songs and all the and muddy waters that can't leave him went. out even though he was right outside the city limits he mm-hmm. was living here until the 40s when he moved to chicago in fact he left first went to st louis and said well, this ain't such a big place. Clarksdale is about the same size and came back here. And then the lure of Chicago pulled him and it stuck and he stayed there. But uh, if they didn't come from here, they came through, through here. Yeah. Robert Johnson came from down in Crystal Springs, Hazelhurst, Brookhaven area of Mississippi. Way down south, you know where that is. But the famous crossroads, maybe mythical, mm-hmm. maybe not. A lot of people believe it's true, is here in Clarksdale where he... Sold his soul to the devil for the ability to play blues guitar.
3: And the crossroads is
5: intersection to? Well, the intersection, it, the symbolic crossroads is the intersection of highways 61, very right. famous in music, and 49. Mm-hmm. But where those guitars are, that intersection, so Russell Davis's research reflects didn't exist until robert johnson had already made his deal with the devil recorded all the music and was about dead from poisoning so he, he, he couldn't have gone to that one and sold his soul so he researched back and found where the roads work and all that and and it turns out what we call old 49 and old 61. so mm, it's right, right behind this building so really we kind of came back home by picking this location to put this club
4: side of this building. Bill found this building. It used to be a cotton uh, Cotton. cotton. grating, yeah. and down here was a furniture store, am
5: I right? Well, it was a wholesale grocery, but they sold salt box and cattle food. I mean, it was not, so cu- almost not not really a cattle really store.
1: Mm-hmm.
5: I can remember it just came to mind that this place was so full of junk and trash and rotten papers that Oregon and I, I, wish I had a picture of it, because I could show, he really does work for a living sometimes. (laughs) We were over here (laughs) in what is now our kitchen, shoveling rotted ledger books, financial documents, into big garbage bags, cleaning this place up. I mean, like manual labor doing that in here. uh, We got it ready and got it open. We got the building as of uh, the first of the year of 2001 and we said we opened May 11th so that's what four and a half months from
4: the decorations, uh, the lights and all that Bill's idea. It's a juke joint, after all. I mean,
5: it actually came from a book called juke joints, juke joints, done by a Mississippi newspaper publisher named Bernie Iams, and it was a common theme that seemed to run through most of them. Christmas tree lights, beer signs, and pool tables. Okay. So, that's, so we got, that's what we got. What's and the we, deal with the flags?
4: If you come here on a Friday night, Saturday night, mm. and ask Everybody who is not from the United States, raise your hand, half the people would raise their hands. And they're from all over the world. I mean, all over. Okay. They want to be represented. If you look, don't you don't have to look. Wherever you look, you see somebody has signed their name.
1: Sure.
4: Well, the point is, I was here. I was at Ground Zero Blues Club. And then they want to know, if we send you a flag, would you would you, would you you hang the flag so that our presence has been known? Yeah, yeah it's like the
3: united nations
4: right? yeah it's well, yeah
5: these yeah. yeah. D- D- signatures morgan alluded to started with a cute girl on the bar opening night barefoot dancing on the bar and i thought man i'd like to have her here as a permanent fixture <laughs> so i took a magic marker and i outlined her feet and i put reserve for you know mary thompson or whatever her name was and there she had that's her little spot and pretty soon more people more but pretty soon we started seeing reservations like for pass outs on the floor whole bodies down there reserved <laughs> but, right. but it just caught on and now we've had right. everybody uh, anybody mike, who comes has sign that name somewhere mike wallace is right behind me from 60 minutes fame and oh the musicians on these walls are unreal That but raj right over there he was just here last weekend roger fisher from the band heart Uh, oh we've had just so many musicians and celebrities come through here now in terms of of uh profundity i guess the uh one that gets me lower my standards not possible (laughs) think about that and another one is too much of everything is just, just enough, enough. and <laughs> there's, there's some great ones in here like, all over the place uh, morgan was in my law office sitting there one day we would just shoot the breeze about something i, I feel like and the lady who works for us picked a mail up, brought it in she came walking in with these books it was ground zero blues club graffiti and other writings on the wall so that was the title of this book and we didn't even know about it Ms. Morgan being the actor he is, so did they get a release? meaning <laughs> mean, did we get permission? And I, it, yeah. my being the more real is saying, this is wonderful press. I mean, who would uh-huh. come in here and pick up quotes off these walls and put them in a book? And Probably
3: some good wisdom, right? Well, the men's
5: room is, is the source of the one I often quote on the stage. And so let me say it real quick because it, it kind of defines us here. Yeah. There's the Mississippi Delta where cotton is king corn liquor is queen every night is saturday night every day is payday two vacations a year six months a piece the richest land the greatest people So well, that defines me. First artist to play here, Big T was the first. He was an opening night. Band. Who, who's Big T? For those that don't know, well, his name is Terry, and he's a local musician. And, yeah, you know, and we've had some regulars. I'd say that. Uh, Super Chicken's a regular, B.C.'s a regular, Lucius Spiller's got to be a regular, uh, Anthony Sherrard's now a regular. Uh, there are a lot of regulars who come in, I don't want to leave anybody out, but they get in the rotation and they kind of stay in the rotation, and, mm-hmm. and if they please the crowd and they play good music, they get everybody back. 20 years of that, that's what, three or 4,000 acts we've had. Well,
3: it seems like this has become a stop for us. Musicians playing from Memphis down to New Orleans or Biloxi. And, when do you say, when do you say, oh my gosh,
4: you know, That was one time when we realized that the place was filling up with uh, tourists. Yeah,
5: it it, it really caught on real quick, but then the more press we got, the more publicity, and then pretty soon an organization comes out and likes us the number one blues club in America and put Reds at number two, and after that it's like Rosie's Lounge and Buddy Guys and all. I'm thinking, man, we were in the big time here, number one in the country. And then American Airlines came in a few years back and did a big poll of all their flying public. And we ended up first in the top 11 best live music venues in the world. Then they had another round of voting and we came in in the top three. We may well be number one. They wouldn't say who's one, two, three, but top three best live music venues, now we're talking in the world. It's unreal. And this is a town of 16,000 people. National Public Radio did a toast of the nation over New Year's Eve, where they were ringing in the new year in the time zones, as it would hit midnight, they'd have some music and all like that. Now listen to this lineup, Paris, New York, Clarksdale, Denver, Oakland, California. I mean, here we are, lined up in that kind of group of big CDs, so we, we made our way. In.
3: Well, and what you've done for the community and the city, I mean, this has become a destination spot because of, among other things, coming to ground zero.
5: Ed King of Leonard Skinner. The last live performance he ever played, it was only a few chords of the song he co-wrote called Sweet Home Alabama, was right there on that stage. We've had Ozzy Osmond bring his son, sit right there. Robert Plant's been here several times, right over there. Uh, Paul Simon's brought his kid. To, to the door and we were doing something like this and <laughs> security wouldn't let him in. He didn't know he was Paul Simon. We would have stopped for Paul Simon, probably. But anyway, uh, Gene Simmons of Kiss, is that his son? Was here. he,
3: how did he look? Was he in full Delia or was he? No, in... no, no, no.
5: he was just. You wouldn't he, recognize him. <laughs> he was just Gene. And was a,
3: Willie's been here too, right?
5: Uh, Willie Nelson's played here. Elvis Costello, i run into him twice, just in here, just hanging around. Dan Aykroyd's been here the blondie group uh gary benson our mutual friend has brought in a lot of people and recorded them everybody from george Thorogood to the kate brothers to delaney and Bramlett, the list is extensive of the musicians who come here paying homage got
3: well them. i think what's interesting is you got people coming here but we're now exporting talent too kingfish you know well, raised. he'll be
5: playing here tonight and uh he started playing here at about age 12 and what is he 21 or 22 now, and he's a sensation, nominated for a Grammy, and uh, Big A Sherrard learned right over here at the Blues Museum. When Hard Rock Hotel people came in to bring their executives for a, kind of a conference fun weekend, uh, they heard uh, Big A play and got with me, and we immediately made arrangements to send him to Switzerland.
3: That's right, he played at Davos. Played
5: at Davos, Switzerland at a reopening <laughs> of a big Hard Rock Hotel spa. And then they sent him to South America somewhere in England. Super
4: Chicken in Asia and Japan.
5: Yeah. It like- said that Super Chicken's performance in front of the Japanese emperor is the reason that we landed that big uh, Nissan plant down in canton 100. The governor had nothing to do with just it. Top he took get with him in the and the emperor said, Where are you from? I'm coming there and bring my plant. And that's just what it said, but I I think it's true. But well, what's
3: encouraging is you get the next generation, you know, between Kingfish, Big A, and Lucius yeah. kind of carrying the torch but also doing their own thing on top
1: of it
5: somebody and, and where are you from? I'm from London. And went, what do you do? Well, I'm not sure. I'm the leader of the House of Lords. <laughs> okay, I get it. You know, yeah. Morgan and I sat here, right here. There was Mark Zuckerberg sitting here having a good time one night. I mean, it's just, it's really got to be, like you say, met a metal lady in here once. Where are you from? Liverpool. Well, I said, yeah, the Beatles. She said, yep. my brother John. Wow. Whoa. There she there you go, right here in Clarksdale, Mississippi. John Lennon's sister's in here and she has been here multiple times. She was sorta of under the radar for a lot of her visits. And I didn't quite know who she was when she kinda of surfaced and let us know now. So yeah. I mean that's it's just unbelievable like that, all the different But things. I mean,
3: I kinda of feel we have a responsibility for the next twenty years.
5: Well, it's gotta be here.
4: Uh probably will be no, slightly on board
5: and and better instrumentation and amps and you know the technical side of it and but the authenticity is what people like yeah they don't it's match. not
4: a night
3: club uh, so morgan what what is the one thing as you reflect on our, our 20 years of success and internationally acclaimed what, do you, what are you most proud of that don't ask me for any more money
4: that's good isn't it yeah, it is Yeah i mean we got there yeah
5: we really didn't turn the so-called financial corner and we we don't take anything out of it it's not like we're in this to get a check we never have never have but we about 2018 we finally crept over into the black that was a relief In 19 it improved some more and then covid hit and you know the rest of that story now we're trying to climb back in but uh, I, I think that well it's come to be integral now and uh, certainly Parksdale's able to build a whole other green economy off of that tourism trade that was not staying over, coming through, nothing much to see or do, yeah. leave town, questioning why isn't there a place to hear live blues music. Yeah. Here we are. So that that sounds that's
4: good. New hotel, new restaurants, new. It's
3: needed, you know, and and it's important. And I'd love the Delta, you know, kind of being a transplant down here. Just to close, I'd say, look, I'm psyched to be a part of this. I feel honored and and, uh, new friends. You guys have been great
4: to work with uh, to the next 20 years. The next 20 years, yeah. Cheers.
5: Now, where's that vodka in our tea? Oh, (laughs) (laughs) too early for me. It is a bit early.
1: the blue kids, just Good evening,
4: Clarksdale.
1: I can't hear you. Good evening, Clarksdale. Are you ready? Happy 20-year anniversary to Ground Zero. Y'all come on and give it up. Come on, give it up. Give it up. 20 years.
4: Dallas, right here. You, 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 you gotta know, though, I'm turning 80-fucking-4. <laughs>
0: I'd like to thank everyone for listening to the Blues Trail Revisited podcast in partnership with Visit Clarksdale. You can watch the film that inspired this podcast by going to www.bluestrailrevisited.com and you can find out a lot more about Clarksdale, Mississippi by going to visitclarksdale.com or download the app and check out all the cool interactive features. I'd like to shout out a special hello to the folks at Live from Clarksdale and Shared Experiences USA. There's still live stream music from Clarksdale and organizing special Delta experiences, including Clarksdale's Black History Experience and Deke Harp's Blues Experience. Check out their Facebook page or livefromclarksdale.com and sharedexperiencesusa.com. I'm Ted Reed and to all you blues music fans out there, keep on hitting the blues trail. You never know what you're going to find. The Blues Trail Revisited podcast is produced by Ted Reed Productions, the field audio producer is Nolan Dean, and our project manager is Jamie Nice. Thanks for listening.